0: Hi, my name is Sean Taylor. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek, and I swear he's excited to be here despite the whole <laughs> thing. I also think that he has transmitted his cough to me through the microphone. <laughs> he just coughed. We, I've been coughing more and more the farther we've gone. Chris is on to week 12 or whatever of his cough now. We've uncovered a new strand of coronavirus that's transmitted through podcasts, and so, you know, listener beware. Uh, I'm just kidding. Is it too soon for that? It's probably too soon for that. Chris, how you doing, buddy? He's doing great, good. is what he's trying to say.
1: Wait, am I on mute? No, no you're fine. <laughs> sorry. It's, it's, it's the real deal. I feel like I'm in a like Zoom call. I'm like, Wait, oh, sorry, guys. I was on mute. No. I, I just said something really, really profound and great, but I can't repeat it because, you know, the, the moment's gone.
0: So sometimes I think that, you know, it's probably worse for the audio only people when they can't see us. Uh, you know, they miss little things here and there. But this was a case where it might be more awkward to be watching on video as we're just smiling at each other trying to figure out if Chris <laughs> is still on mute. <laughs> it might be weirder to see that actual live footage. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, <man>. Crap. <laughs> what Chris was no, trying No, doing... to... Now Chris is on mute. What Chris is trying to say is happy belated Thanksgiving. I suppose if there's such thing as a Thanksgiving episode, this would be it. Not that we have any activities planned or anything like that, but um, I hope you have a good holiday and celebrate it wisely and uh, appropriately. So yeah, I hope, I
1: hope you eat the right amount of food that makes you happy. And
0: actually be grateful for stuff and not just drink a whole lot or anything weird like that. Uh, take some time. Be grateful. Count your blessings. All that good stuff. It's good for you. And Chris, we're very excited to bring you today the Legend of Korra Book Three: Change, Chapter Thirteen. This is the last episode. This is the real finale. Even though, as we mentioned last week, they all, you know, th- last three four episodes always tend to tie together in these. But this is the actual finale, and we're we're at the end of Book Three of Korra. So we're kind of coming down the home stretch. A lot of mixed oh, emotions. Pat, we
1: are. We really it, are. But, was there only twelve episodes after this? Thirteen. Twelve
0: or thirteen? I don't remember. Um. But what, what the I, heck are
1: we gonna do? The show's not. The show's the Netflix show is supposed to be ready in twelve weeks. It's not gonna we'll be, be ready on. in twelve weeks, is it? It's not.
0: We. No. I think we have numerous ratings videos that. Oh, don't no, worry. I'll come
1: up with enough things to talk about. Yeah. Between well,
0: and, then. and I'm excited to pull out some like final like, like best episodes overall or yeah, I know. The highest average <clears throat> things. Just kind of random things like that. I'm excited to poke through a lot of those deals. As well to buy There's some time until the live action pops up.
1: Version episodes in book four.
0: Yeah. So, but hey, well, what a better way to, to enter the home stretch than with this tremendous piece of work that we're about to talk about uh, right now. Well, I didn't really, I asked you how you were and then you responded by choking. And so I assume that means yeah. good. How, yeah, are you doing?
1: I'm the same as I was but the last. Two two times. So we're recording. Uh, The statue. I think the statue, this ink statue, is growing on me more and more. (laughs) I just
0: (laughs) the ink statue that you unboxed two minutes slash (laughs) three weeks ago or whatever. But I I kind of forget what Uh order we're posting these in. He looks he looks angry AF. I Chris, you know what? Hey, if we're making jokes, I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, at this point, I have played some Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. And I have opinions about it that I'll share, but not right now because I'll form them first in reality. But no, I'm looking forward to actually playing it. On oh, we go home for Thanksgiving. I'll call my wife into driving, and so maybe by this time you're listening to it, my wife will, you know, have actually driven in the vehicle, and I'll be playing the
1: switch. And what percent of driving home. does your wife do on trips?
0: I'm gonna say it's sixty forty me. Really? But, wow! But it's,
1: it's man. I wish I could get that forty. Um. I
0: uh I don't know how to say this politely, my wife and I have a nice relationship, but it's one of those times where I don't allow it in the sense of like, no, we're not gonna be the one of those couples where it's like he drives all the time. So, no, I'm not gonna do, I will stay home and then you will drive all the time if that's how this is gonna be. So no, we're pretty even. And she right. would even drive 50-50 if we wanted to do it. But she also, like, sometimes she'll just fall asleep and, like, I'm not a monster. I'm not going to wake my wife up from a uh, nap to right, make yeah. her drive an hour or whatever, you know. But so 60-40. I don't know. Where, where are you at? Are you at, like, 80-20? <laughs> i <I'm>
1: like, <laughs> like, 90, uh, let's see, 98-2, <laughs> maybe.
0: Oh, my goodness. Chris, I'll I'll straight up stay home. Like I will just like all right, if you gonna make me drive the whole time, I'm not gonna like
1: I guess I guess my wife's defense, I don't cook ever. Really. man, neither one of us cooks ever.
0: Like if you listen, big picture if things balance out, that's what's important. For me, yeah. driving in a microcosm needs to balance out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, every 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 relationship is different.
0: Absolutely. Uh, strike your balances. Mine is not driving all the time. I'm also, I'm not a great driver. I don't think I'm dangerous or anything. I'm probably overly cautious, but it's not like I'm, like, like if we go downtown and stuff, that's wife territory right there. I grew up in a town with mm. no stoplights, okay? I, did, I didn't see a two, like a double left-hand turn lane until I was already a man. And <laughs> by then it was nothing but confusing. <laughs> and, thanks, I appreciate that. <laughs> long story short we we split the drive time pretty evenly in this house and that's big for me chris i didn't preface if you paid attention the past two weeks uh my in-laws they're not still here it's the same evening they didn't stay here three weeks in a row but they are here above my head right now so i've adjusted my mic sensitivity talking a little bit different slightly lower voice hope it's still audible and not horribly bothersome to everybody uh, minor audio disclaimer
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Oh well. Let's get into the episode. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm stoked. (laughs) All right. Uh. So, Cora being all chained up in in, uh in the Red Lotus's secret lair. Um. She uh. She she threatens them. (laughs) She's like, after this, none of you will survive. (laughs) Like. Like, I like an avatar I mean it honestly doesn't feel like a full threat like if Kelshi was delivering this threat it would be like Kelshi's about to kill all of you I'm I mean, going to slice
0: I, your heads off with an earth
1: disc <laughs> Yeah. Kelshi's like listen I know right now it looks like I'm in a predicament but I will get out of this and when I do I'm going to kill you all so bad that you will, <laughs> will wish you were never born
0: I think it Kyoshi's case you will too. Pray,
1: you will pray to Yang Chin that she takes over my body and stops me. Makes it slightly warmers. From, from inflicting so much pain on you.
0: <laughs> you also with Kiyoshi you have this feeling of like, alright, you can take away you could even take away my, my bending abilities, block my chair, whatever, and I'm just gonna break it down with my arms and then <laughs> just beat the crap out of you with my bare hands. <laughs> I'm not skilled as a martial artist, I'm just angry. That's all <laughs> I'd buy it. I'd watch that.
1: (laughs) Uh, I mean, the thing is, Cora is, I mean, it's, it's a real threat. Just the way she's delivering it. It sounds more desperate than like a for sure thing. But I mean, she's, 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 uh, she's, you know, well, at this point there's only three of them left. She's by the end of it, she's two for three. So that's,
0: that's a good number. Yes. Good success rate for an avatar murder.
1: Yeah. Uh, so they they say their plan. Uh, Zahir wants to kill the avatar, make make sure avatars never can never reincarnate. So he has to kill her in the avatar, even in the avatar state. So to do that, he's going to uh, inject her with poison, which would trigger the avatar state, which then she'll die in the avatar state, either by their hands or she'll die from the poison, either either one. And so they administer the poison to her, and she starts tricking the Avatar state. Well, first of all, she starts tripping balls. Uh which is oh, it's such good animation. Like they do a close up of her eyes and it's they're so strained. And also you see her lips, like her lips are chapped, which for some reason adds to this oh, to this desperation that she's in. And uh they say in the like and they do so they do the close up of the eyes, which is creepy as as heck. They say in the original one, her eyes were like Moving, twitching rapidly as she's having these hallucinations, and then like some exec watched it it was—I think her name was Megan—and she was like, "Yeah, you guys got to take that out." <laughs> They're like, "Don't worry, we'll take it out."
0: Can <laughs> you imagine being Mike, uh, Brian, and Mike, and you're like showing something, and you're like all like giddy and so excited to show a final product, and then she's just watching it like in horror, It's like,
1: "Yeah, they—they they say, <laughs> yeah, they say like, yeah, she was she was freaked out about that." <laughs>
0: I think I think this when she is tripping balls my first thought too is like all right we got to have one episode just like we did Avatar last year Bender you got to have one episode in which she trips balls it's got to happen the avatars always gonna yeah. hit a hit a crazy trip at least once
1: yeah. and uh one the, I I love her hallucinations cuz it first opens up on Amon and so also I've been going down this rabbit hole of Amon lately falling more in love with the character because I've I've been uh just researching images of Amon <laughs> Because I plan on cosplaying as him in, in the next Comic Con. And uh, and uh, I don't know, he just has a really uh, cool look. But he, he, Amon also impacted Korra. Because he, even though Zaheer, by the end of it, probably affects Korra the most physically, I feel like Amon was tapping into her deepest insecurities and her deepest fears and uh even though he didn't even like do that much i mean he did take away her bending um but even, even the fact that she's still having hallucinations about him uh it, it's it's personal and uh she does have food about with uh, lock and uh pretty much all these things that Cora fears like you're irrelevant like the world doesn't need you type of stuff uh it's a really good hallucination, especially to go along with the fact that Zahira is trying to make her you know, irrelevant. Trying to make the Avatar, you know, the last thing. Oh, also I love so I'm I'm I have it on right here. I love Zahira's line of like, Cora, you will be the last line of avatars. Like the world will see you as Cora, the last Avatar. Which is such a such a cool that's really Moniker. solid cool dialogue right there. Yeah, yeah.
0: A lot of times monologues, even good monologues, will still piss me off a little bit. But if you had the opportunity as a bad guy to drop a line like that, like even in real life, you you would take that chance.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, crap. <clears throat> so, absolutely, uh, grace stuff there. The... <clears throat> oh, sorry, one second. Uh,
0: we'll be back after this quick message <laughs> from our sponsors. Oh crap! They backed out. Chris, go ahead, take it away. Oh, nah,
1: man, I know it was a tough Subway break. Subway was about to sponsor. This. <laughs> I don't mean, know.
0: Wouldn't that be amazing? Like <laughs> Cora's like up there dying from poison, about to get attacked, and all of a sudden it
1: breaks and it's
0: <laughs>
1: coming to the Subway. Eat eat, what was it? The refresh, eat, refresh, e fresh. Yeah. We don't I, got time for Tom Brady.
0: That's actually a pretty solid Charles impersonation you got there going on, man. I
1: know. I think because just a little bit of build-up helped. You out. got the little, yeah.
0: <laughs> Clearly you haven't seen our other commercial. <laughs>
1: was it, they're, solid, uh, they're solid commercials. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was about going for a tangent, but I decided not to. You know. <laughs> <laughs> about, dang it. You can't, but it it's Bird. The, the Animal Birds Quiznos Subway.
0: Thing. it's been too long like i know what you okay. what you're so referring like, to but so i can't he, pick he was the like bit a,
1: out. he was like man he was talking about barack obama he was like man i think it's cool barack obama got that job He was talking about how he, had, how he became president and he was like man it's really really inspiring like he had a job and then he was like hey i don't want this job anymore but still pay me to do this job but I'm going to go apply for this other job. And if I don't get that job, I still want this job I got now. (laughs) He was like, that's like, if I worked at Quiznos, and I I was like, all right, hey, Quiznos, I'm going to go to Subway if I can get a job at Subway. If I don't get that job at Subway, I want this job at Quiznos still. All right, Quiznos. (laughs) But... (laughs)
0: <laughs> that would be an incredible
1: real life experience yeah. uh, anyway a small tangent. the rare, the rare uh, so, Hannibal
0: Burris drop instead of John Malay. that's good we need that diversity in our podcast
1: i have always love Hannibal Burris <laughs> because he outed Bill Cosby randomly off, off comment
0: uh, <laughs> My favorite Hannibal Burris bit is just like when, when I don't even remember the joke he makes, but just the "Why are you booing me? I'm right." Yeah, <laughs> I don't even remember what he says. I'm just like that tracks. Uh,
1: yeah, okay, uh, for those who don't listen numbers, we'll to the we we get bats out. They they trigger the avatar state in there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> they trigger the avatar state. Oh, on the flip side of this, though, uh, let me before I get into the avatar state stuff. Ah, uh, Janora is able to spirit see where Kor is at, and then uh, they patch a plan to uh, to escape. Which that doesn't really matter because Asami and and uh, Lynn and Suyin break in and they defeat that person. So it was kind of good just to see them do something because this episode really comes down to like like a lot of them are pretty helpless. <laughs> And in, in this part, but it was good to see Asami get in and uh, get her metal, her, her her electricity glove doing stuff. I want to see more of that. I want to see Asami like evolve her her suit because I think she could do a lot of cool stuff. Like, why not two gloves? I guess maybe you want one to like actually pick stuff up with. I don't know. I know, but
0: if she oh. just grows more and more into like a master mech throughout <laughs> throughout book four, that'd be incredible.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So then they get they get saved, and uh, so then you, you, so we go back to the avatar state. They trigger Korra's avatar state, and and I I love how this music picks up, love how it's animated because one of the things one of the difference between Korra and Aang, I think one of the reasons why people, so many people say that Aang has stronger avatar states than Korra, I don't think it comes down to any like real factual things. I think it comes down to perspective, right? Like oftentimes when Aang goes into Avatar State, people are just like gawking at his power. like "Oh my gosh!" Like the Avatar, like those people is... ain't
0: seen an Avatar in a hundred years. What they got to compare yeah, to? Yeah,
1: like, exactly. um, like when we see Ang, um, just in so many different Avatar States, people are like reacting to it, like in the in the in the desert when he when he when the <laughs> When the guy says he muzzles Appa and goes in Avatar State, like all he does is like he hits one wind cell and he forms a sphere around him and he raises up, but the music is kicking in, everything's getting, people are like, get out of here, you have to go, you have to go. Like people are freaking out. Like the Avatar, that moment in Avatar State wasn't that impressive, but it was everyone's reaction to it. So I often think that people's perception of how Ang's Avatar State is, is just because they're looking at how it's. It's shot and filmed, and the character's reactions to it. And Korra doesn't really have that as much. There's not really as many people like awing at her at her power. But she has great moments. The Avatar State that are she has more powerful moments in the Avatar State than Aang does. Honestly, she she's done you know several different, a couple different things that I don't I've never seen Aang do anything as as comparable, like ripping a hole into space time. That's very impressive. Um Granted, Aang's Avatar State Battle at the end. The finale is very similar to the battle in this one, actually. Uh, anyway, so one thing I love about this moment, though, is that <laughs> these are, like, three of the strongest benders in the world. One's a lava bender, one's, like, a freaking psycho mm-hmm. water bender. And, and she just knocks, she takes the chain, and she she takes a rock, and she knocks the lead, like like, she, <clears throat> thump. And then Gazan, almost as if he's like, how, how dare she, you know, she hit, Napoli. she hit ming like he has a few, you kind of read that he cares for ming like he sees Ming-Wa get knocked out, and he's kind of like shook from Korra's power, he's like, all right, you know, I'll handle it, I'll lava bend this up to her, and lava, and kill her that way, and then Korra just takes the freaking, she blows the lava away, and then she finally, and then just the way Korra, like. She just the way she uses the chains and everything, and then she jumps off. Uh, just really, really great visuals. And then she jumps down, and she lifts all these four rocks. Uh, oh, it's just this. This one of the times that chorus powers look look just that you just gawk at. Like even people, even other powerful benders. Are are in amazement of her power. Like I feel like Kor doesn't really get that that often. I mean, we've seen this with Kyoshi in the, in the Kyoshi novels. We we've seen it with Aang plenty of times. Even seen it with Roku, um, you know, in the uh, um, Winter Solstice episode. But Kor doesn't get that treatment that often. But so it was great to see it here.
0: The uh, well, stepping backward just a little bit. You can take it as a positive. You you can spin it into a positive for your argument or a negative for your argument. But Korra never gets to enter the Avatar state, merged with a uh, super powerful spirit fish being thing, and kind of yeah. that that's pretty cool. Oh, that uh, yeah. That was the, kind that, of che- that was
1: part of the that moment. There was probably the the best gawking moment. Like you have people bowing to Aang and others just getting wiped out.
0: So part of me wants to take that as like, all right, yeah, that that's super duper cool. But you know, the other part of me is like, oh, well, it's kind of cheating. But either way, just bringing it up. Uh, uh, second, yeah, I do definitely. think it's... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, I agree. I think it's cheating.
0: Um, I'm i I'm 50-50 because it's still really... Like, it still happened, you know, as a real thing that he did do. And, you know, I, I don't know. Got to get some credit. So I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. But I am a little frustrated or, like... I think it's embarrassing that these people thought that they were going to sort of control the Avatar state or overpower the Avatar state or that the Avatar state wasn't going to... Beat the poison long enough, you know. Like, I'm kind of embarrassed for them that they thought it was gonna work. Like, it was really it was a well constructed plan for like a normal villain, but I, uh, I don't know. Just, just picking, just picking nits. I'm, I'm, I feel like they should be better versed than this.
1: I mean, I think they had, I think, I mean, they figure like, all right, either we killer or the poison's gonna mm-hmm. killer, but I don't think they. I think I think I think you can be right in a certain sense. Where like, I don't think they knew exactly what they were dealing with. Sort of the yeah, extent but... of the power, which like, the thing you know, is, I they feel like most people don't know. They haven't really. seen like, it challenge... in
0: person, or like, how do you yeah. experience it? Uh, the only one who you wonder might have some kind of idea would be like, all right, I'm sure Zahir has some sort of inherent spiritual understanding of the avatar state and how that operates. Maybe. But I mean, to I feel experience like people it challenge... in real life and understand how to kill it, you know,
1: I... Yeah. I feel like any, I feel like every villain in the Avatar universe underestimates the Avatar state.
0: I yeah, that's fair. Like if, if, if not,
1: why, why would they fight the the, the Avatar? a full fledged, you, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, the I. Th- and i don't want to i i'm not trying to bash them too hard but it has an element of like even us even as the watchers like you are kind of on board the whole time like this is a good plan this is a good plan this is a good plan and then as soon as hey, core like really lights up your like us the listeners and them all went like oh shit that was really stupid that was not a good plan at all we got to go yeah. uh, so not really trying to bash them too hard other than like a little embarrassed yeah, on their behalf
1: <laughs> like you thought you were going to do what <laughs> <laughs> you gonna make me do what?
0: You me know to do what? Well? <laughs>
1: uh, that's brilliant. Uh, okay, so uh, what do we have here are right, the so the air 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 nomads, indigenous people. They they finally get found and and called not called. They finally get saved, and uh, they're like, "All right, hey, we gotta go save her." And then, right when they get to saving Korra, like, Korra, like, so here flies out. course, jumping in after him. Uh, really great fighting, great stuff. And then things get kind of split up, right? So then you have, um, you have Amon. I'm sorry, not Amon. I've been thinking about too much. Uh, oh, also, with my with my cosplay, I want to do. I also want to have just puns. So I want to get like a little small boat. And say I'm on a boat,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Dang, <I wish. laughs> because
1: uh, <laughs> well, because only because, so like it will be like I'm on a boat, right? You know the the song I'm on a boat. Uh, also because the voice actor from on said that in commentary, and also I don't like I just want to walk around with a picture of Bender from Futurama with a big Ets through it, just walking around with it. That's a good. That'd be a good one. That'd be awesome. Oh yeah. Oh. I'm watching the episode right now. I just love when Korra breathes fire. Like Korra's pissed. Oh, yeah, she's <laughs>
0: triggered. Goes dragon, uh, dragon of the east. Like,
1: yeah, like she. This is re- very reminiscent of Kyoshi breathing fire. It was, it's almost uncontrollable. Like she's she's like, <clears throat> like she can't help but breathe the fire. It uh, it adds so much. Um, it it adds so much strain to her. They do a really good
0: job of communicating that you're kind of at the uh, brink of uh, brink of control, Korra.
1: Yeah. And also communicating that that Korra is in constant agony and that's what's causing her to be out of control. Uh so yeah, so then we get a Bolin versus uh Gazan fight and uh and a uh, uh, Mako versus uh Mingwa fight. So yeah, you know, those fights are are good, they are good. Um oh gosh, Mewtwo is she's so freaking creepy like um you know just the way that that uh that she she can wrap around stuff. And then she gets like Mako like traps her and then he's like he's like it's over. She's like no, now it's over. And she has all this water and stuff and he's able to like dodge. She's like shooting at him and then he Props himself up on uh, between rocks. This is like, and people might ask, like, "Oh, why did he?" Oh, sorry, let me keep going. He props up between these two rocks, and he finds lightning bends the water, and it, it shocks her, and she yells out like this scream of just pure agony. You're like, "Holy crap! He killed her!" Like that's another death. They sh- like she's dead. She is dead. That's like, like sure maybe you can survive being electrocuted but you can't survive being electrocuted in water
0: it and it really caught me after like it was really cleverly brilliant i did not expect it i can vividly remember the first time watching it not expecting him to do that at all i was like um you know i I still have this kind of pokemon rock paper scissors vibe in my head and it's like oh man he's a firebender he's facing the most powerful waterbender like what are you gonna do and he's like. That was really I don't know, it was very clever. Uh it still doesn't it's it's great. It doesn't catch me as like as powerful as the Pali death. Uh but just no, then no, no, you have kind of an agonizing like a violently agonizing death. Uh was, and this one more yeah. visible on screen in a way.
1: Yeah, I mean she is that's like showing someone shoot somebody. Like yeah. they showed her they showed him kill her. <laughs> like, on screen, like it, it, and yeah. And, and no, it's it doesn't compare to the Pali one, uh, which is interesting because it's mean, interesting just thought experiment. Of like, all right, you see someone die, you see, you hear her screaming and everything. We didn't really see Pali die, but it's way more impactful. Like, even even before we see the aftermath of what Zahir goes through, it's a way more uh, violent death. I don't know.
0: It's wild. Or maybe we've just become uh, like hardened to it at this point because we've already seen such a great murder. Yeah. <laughs> or standard like, hey,
1: like Team Avatar killed someone last episode. <laughs> they, murdered, they melted like,
0: somebody's face off last episode. It's going to take a little more than that to impress me these days. That,
1: that's a crazy thought that Team Avatar killed somebody two episodes back to back. Like You don't really see... You'll, you'll never see the protagonist, the good guys, like, yeah, we we killed one of them last episode, we're going to kill one of them again this episode.
0: Yes, we got all these extra characters we don't need in book four. I don't know, you want to start yeah. capping them?
1: Yeah. Sure. Uh, it's, it's oh, it's kind of just crazy thinking about that the good guys kill two people back to back.
0: Are they the good um, guys, Chris? I don't Are know, they're they... the good guys. As we've discussed yeah. before, the uh, the victors write the history books. That's true.
1: And then Gazan's uh, fighting Bolin one-on-one. And there, he's holding his own against him, um, <laughs> which I feel like that's the most Bolin can do, because Bolin's very new to lava bending. And then uh, in this moment, Gazan's like smiling. And Bolin's like, why are you smiling? He's like, I remember in our last fight. And then he lava bends at him, and then Bolin lava bends back. He's like, well, lots has changed. So oh, so that's how you got out. Alright. That's pretty cool. It's like these two would be friends in a in another
0: We we hit on it in like a couple episodes back, I don't remember what we were talking about, but that sort of kind of gamesmanship of like of all the other horrible, serious things going on and like the dire consequences and they're kinda like like exchanging some kind of basketball caliber smack talk.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh yeah. It's a they kind of fight to a draw almost. And then Michael comes in after killing, uh, meanwhile, I won't say murder because I always feel like people misuse the term murder. Um, murder should be used when I feel like the term murder should only be used when you kill someone innocent to a certain extent and not in. Whereas this has defense. more of a very
0: intentional manslaughter about it,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> But manslaughter doesn't roll off the tongue. After Mako manslaughtered Pali. not Pali, <laughs> Mingwa, um, woman slaughtered. That census. Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe That's why we don't use it.
0: <laughs> Ming Ming Mingwa
1: slaughtered. Could Could you imagine like a a defense attorney being like, my client cannot be accused of manslaughter because it was a woman. He, I mean, it's a woman that is the. It's like some, some very victim. legal technicalities in the And then, and then some day. judge is like, hmm, I'll allow it. Oh, Wash yourself, McCoy. <laughs>
0: uh, two Hannibal Burrises and three John Mulaney references. Solid episode so far. Solid episode. <laughs> what if everybody who watches this doesn't like stand-up <laughs> they, comedy? They probably don't. <laughs> I don't think it's as common as it happens to be just in our circle of two. But uh, you know, whatever. Maybe we'll maybe we'll teach somebody to just watch and listen to stand-up comedy on Pandora.
1: Uh, or
0: maybe they hate it every time we do it. I'd say it's tough, it's tough to say.
1: They, they probably just like oh, well, here they go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They've done this bit uh, thirty times now, and I'm not going to try to count the number of times that Shauna said mm, "gross." We we lost track after fifty.
1: Uh, okay. Um, okay. So Gazan and Gazon is like he knows he he can't beat both of them. He's like, I'm not going back to prison <laughs> Which hey, I, I get, the guy was in prison for like thirteen years. And uh so then he he's he just brings down the whole place and he goes down with lava. Like so this to me that's one of the typical villain deaths, right? It it's not the good guys didn't kill him. Like he, he killed himself. It was his own, it was his own fault.
0: Man, prison can't be that bad if they're teaching you how to drive heavy duty machinery in those places. <laughs> <God. laughs> no, I see what you saying. That's more like the the cowardly the cowardly loss approach. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, back to the. So, those that fight's over with. So, now we're pretty much just got the Korra versus uh, Zaheer fight, which is so reminiscent of the Aang versus Ozai fight. Like, the, the scenery is very close. Korra is... And it's, it's interesting, because in this case, Korra is really playing the role of Ozai. And uh, I feel like... Well, I feel like Zaheer and Aang don't really... Aren't that similar, but Korra is, is fighting a lot more like Ozai. Right, with the power... Proje- with the... Uh, with the uh, feet fire blast and stuff like that to 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 uh, jump and stuff. And chorus like she's not flying, but she is. Um, I can't think of the word. Not propelling. Uh, I, yeah, know, I, can't I think, think of
0: propelling it. like air propelling, not like propeller, but air propelling herself, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> or at least I can't think of a better word, is what it amounts
1: to. Yeah, but so it's it's a such a great fight. Like Cora is just on the attack; she's fighting the the poison. And I just want to pinpoint. There's this one scene; it's a freaking amazing scene. Uh, I should probably just wait to get the audio visual, but no, I'll just do that. The camera is following Sahir in the air. It's oh gosh, I'm watching it right now. It's it's. It's a crazy thing that, like this, this quality of direction, animation. I've I've never seen it in a in, in an American cartoon before. Like you see this type of stuff in anime, um, and and I, I'm I'm am cl- not including the original series Avatar in that, because Avatar does that uh, does very well with that also. But they also Avatar has never had a shot like this, I don't think, where. <clears throat> It's, it's almost like a one shot and they describe it as a one shot right the, there's no real cuts in it you're following here you see Cora doing earth baiting at her but then you're chorus third person and she's being ah oh, the shot is just so it's so good I, I don't know I don't know how they pull this off <laughs> but uh anyway so yeah the fight continues to go on. And it's hard to describe the fight really because there's just a lot going on, um, and uh, and Korra just Korra keeps taking a beating. Like, there's this one scene where she's falling from this height, and then she's about to land, and she airbends just enough that it softens her blow a little bit, but she still lands on her legs, and and that's also part of what you know injures her by the end of the episode. Um, but she. Yeah, it's just a rough, such a rough fight. Um, also, I want to point out that Korra is way smarter than people give her credit for. Like, when she's waterbidding as Zaheer, she 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 ices his foot. She's not necessarily trying to attack him. She ices his foot, so he has something weighing him down. And you see him being weighed down, because he's trying to, like, block the ice off. And he does it just in time. Which I, uh, love, and then it. I
0: love it when there's any amount of, like, clever... Like, so often it's projectile things. That I love yeah. it when there's any amount of like kind of clever incapacitations,
1: um, yeah. like that. Very strong appreciation. And like she's, I feel like she's just about to defeat him too. Like she's just about to deliver this final blow, and then oh, the poison! You can see that in her. Um. Also, one thing I love about this is that this is a really good moment again of people like. <clears throat> Gawking at course power. I mean, they're not doing that necessarily, but they look so. The air nomads and everyone else is just on the ground. Like they can't do anything in this fight. <laughs> like they look so defenseless. You see, freaking Lin just looking up. Like they're all kind of just waiting for it to end because they they can't do anything. They're all freaking powerless. And and I'm looking at the shot now, and like you even see Kaya. And Boomy just one thing, they've almost been killed. They're leaning on each other, looking up. Like, there's such a sense of despair here and, and helplessness and powerlessness, which makes Janora's uh, ideas and, and her wanting to keep fighting even more important. I feel like everyone else kind of gave up hope. She knew she could you know, strive a little bit more. Um,. They're not yeah, even so the- in like the
0: glamorous part of the fighting where everybody else is getting all this great screen time. I feel like they're like,
1: I don't know, it's,
0: it's like an underappreciated element. They're not in the in the main line here.
1: Yeah, and even Janora's dad is sort of giving up because someone's like, so here's truly really flying, and and Tenzin's like, he's a lot of ability, airbane abilities haven't been seen in in centuries. Like, he, he kind of has this look of just, like, we, we we try, like, what what can we do? like
0: Well, it's got to be disheartening, as it feels at like that point. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. well, there's clearly some supernatural things that are on his side, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, maybe maybe, maybe spirits, he's uh, justified. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. All
0: right, airbender, okay, if he's going to become a bender, he had a one in four chance. But what are the mm-hmm. chances that he was going to be the one to fly? You know, like. I, I, this, yeah. a special kind of disheartening that we'll probably never have to truly understand in our lifetime
1: yeah uh, so Janora leaves them uh, leaves all the air no through a bagwa circle and uh, mm-hmm. and you know they start creating a, a tornado and uh, Zaheer has Cora beat and he's he you know, says say hello to the Earth Queen he's about to kill her he does the same movie he did on Earth Queen and then that tornado takes the wind from the air circle sphere around Cora, and uh, and so here, so here you can see his his plans. Like, All right, well I couldn't kill her now. I'm gonna grab her. I'll take her. She either die now or I will kill her later. But then the the, <laughs> <laughs> the the tornado is just too powerful. It's sucking uh, sucking him in. And he's like, oh, "Oh crap! I gotta let like Cora's too heavy. I gotta let her go." And then this is like just sweet poetic justice. The chains, like Cora, you you thought she was out of it, but you know she just has that so much fight left in her. Like the chains that chained her up before, she latches around to here and she takes them down and boom, lands them.
0: It's very what's the word like poetic justice? Maybe is the right yeah. word.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, and then, uh, Sue and, and, uh, and Lynn earth bends him to pretty much, um, uh, immobilize him. And then, man, you get this really, uh, summer moment where her dad holds her and he's like, Cora, sweetie, I'm here. And she just looks up, like her eyes are still glowing in the avatar state. And she seemingly dies, like look that shot to me is just so that one moment so impressive to me cause, like she's the world's most powerful being, like her and the out and her eyes glowing is a personification of that like this is the world's most powerful being at, her most powerful, but she's not powerful right now she's about to die, and she's like crying through it. Through, through, uh, through being the most powerful, and she's being cradled by her father, and she, you know, she's end up doing this ultimate sacrifice. Um, just a great, great shot. So much great story elements I think behind that.
0: Well, and it wouldn't even surprise us at this point. It's like, oh right, we've seen people get picked off left and right. Sure, she can die, by now maybe sure. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Um, and then Janora's uh, like, "But you can, you can save her. Yeah, the poison's made of metal." And it's funny. uh, I was thinking to myself, like, so then Spin goes takes the poison out. I'm like, why wasn't it? Why wasn't it Lin? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And in the commentary, they even bring that up. They're like, yeah. So Yin is like, you know, she's she's a lot more medical with it. Uh, You know, she she probably wouldn't like. Sure, Lin probably could take the poison out, but Lin would probably be a lot more rougher. Like, just Lin isn't as doesn't have as much finesse as Yin does. It's uh... (laughs)
0: a. gonna be like the episode of Parks and Rec where Jerry does uh like when uh Ron Swanson is using fear as a motivational tactic and Jerry does way more work but way like with way more mistakes and it's like yeah so Lynn like she can or uh Lynn's gonna get it all out of you but at what cost? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then uh Zero's so like <clears> Ha <throat> the poisons worked like we did it and then they save her. And he says something, and then uh, Boleyn puts a sock in it. And classic I don't Bolin. like
0: that he literally said, see what I did there? I put a sock in it. Like... We get it. I think most people get it. That was like a minor detail. I was like,
1: you know what? You... I guess that's something that you would do, I feel like, Sean. Like, just like in the last episode, you put, see what I did there. That's actually a fair point. It's hard to disagree <laughs> with
0: that. There's tangible evidence. <laughs> All you gotta do is go back and watch last week's episode. Oh, nice tie-in.
1: No, that's fair. Um, but you know what though? I I didn't really love the moment. To be honest, I probably is, could have done without it because uh, like totally this, this, strange. This episode is is so heavy. Like it, it's so freaking heavy. Like they they just stood around a minute ago, all about to cry, feeling helpless that they couldn't save Korra. All right, Korra save. Oh. But it's like, going to... Maybe that you can just describe as it. Bolin's... Uh, using humor as a defense mechanism. Well,
0: yeah. But, you know, even coming from me, I hope this has some impact. But it's like, you know, this is one of those episodes that maybe didn't need any of those kinds of... Yeah. T- I, direct I done comedy that. moments. Like, it had some... Yeah. It had some not super dark... Like, you got the Gazan and Bolin. I, like, that's not comedic, but it's kind of lighthearted. It's like, it had some of those, and that's
1: fine. It didn't need this. Maybe... I, I I could still, he could still put the sock in him. Yeah, just, put but, it in know, just, there's like, a different, there's a different, there's a different dialogue that could have been had that it could have been slightly funny, but not just like, he could have put the sock in funny. it
0: and then, and then like looked at like Mako and, and smiled and shrugged, and then Mako could just SMH yeah. kind of.
1: Yeah. Well, they were going, what they were going for, and they said this commentary that, um, that, uh, it's very reminiscent of when Farlord Ozai lost, like Sokka and Toph were making fun of him and stuff like that. The thing is, is that you kind of compare the the two fights. <laughs> Funny enough, like there's there's probably more weight. There's definitely more weight to to that fight because that's like the world the world's at stake here. With the Aang versus Ozai fight, here is just like Ozai um Zaheer versus Korra fight. And, you know, you're, you're really battling for, to save Korra, right? So it's like Korra versus the world. Like there's, there's technically more stakes with the Ang fight, but here it feels like there's more. It's more serious. There's more personal stakes, probably because the villain is more personal. Korra dying is more personal to us as an audience. Um, and also, yeah, so it's, it's weird enough that, it's interesting enough that this is a, a more serious moment that the, both those moments are are both pretty overtly comedic, but I don't really. I'd have rather not had it in Korra. It's funny because in, in, in a detail,
0: it just kind of it, it, it hits is a minor detail. Wrong.
1: Um, it's funny. I feel like in the same breath, I am uh, uh, making fun of not making fun of, but in, in the same breath, I am downplaying Legend of Korra and also downplaying Avatar by saying that like. Oh, Avatar did it better. Well, but they only did it better because the moment's not as serious. But
0: love, just, love, love you can't just pass out a normal compliment, can you, Chris?
1: <clears throat> yeah. I it. I can't compliment. Um, so that's how the the fight ends. And uh, it's funny because. Um, so then we we go to Air Temple Island, and we just see Asami. She's doing coarse hair. And uh, I was really taken aback by this the first time I watched it. I was like, what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then <clears throat> and Asami has, this is like, this is straight up Asami buildup right here. Like Asami holding her hand, telling her, like, listen, you never need to talk or anything. Like, and she, you know, she's holding her hand. Like, that, that, that's one of the breadcrumbs. And I feel like this is a very this, looking uh, back this on is it. Much this is, bigger, but like I miss yeah. <laughs> a lot of
0: other breadcrumbs. This one was is very.
1: Uh, that's a whole yes, cookie yeah. right
0: there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, like, oh, that, that, and that's so cute that she, she, uh, you know, she got her dress and and did her hair and everything, and and uh, man, Cora just looks so down, like. Like, she she looks so beaten down. She looks in the mirror. She's like, yeah, yeah, great. Thanks. Like, thanks for doing my hair. Like, she has bags underneath her eyes. She's just so despondent. But you can tell it like is a,
0: like, uh, you know, it does a really good job of but beyond the wheelchair, and then even beyond the mental component there, but the like underlying deeper physical issues like, no, it's not like just her legs are broke or something, but like her body, her whole body is still kind of
1: broken. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, and then uh, Simon says, hey, you know, hey, just try to smile, you know, for Janora. You're like, for Janora. And then you finally get a sense of like, oh crap, like something big is, is happening. And then they go out and they meet, uh, you know, the rest of the people. One thing, the super president comes out. This guy, like, oh, my God. This guy annoys the crap out of me. That's why he shit. ever.
0: If you ever play uh, Ace Attorney, Phoenix tried Ace Attorney at all, uh, when he comes out, and it always makes, me, makes me think of that line from Ace Attorney where he's like, you're not a clown. You're the entire circus. And that's <laughs> when this guy steps out.
1: Like, this guy has audacity to be like, let me on behalf of Republic City welcome you back. Like you're the one that kicked her out. Like mm-hmm. Thank you for taking care of that 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 red lotus threat that I did not help out with very, at all. Very politically spoken. Yeah. Um oh and I love that I, I absolutely mm-hmm. I've said this before. Love, absolutely love the relationship between Cora and the Airbending Kids, like like Milo comes and sits in her lap. Like it, it makes her smile with with those around her, like her family around her. Her dad it makes her smile, um, and uh, and then um, and, and then Lynn takes her up the steps, and uh, oh, and then so Core leaves, and then President goes like. So what are we gonna do without the avatar? Like, shut up, you! Like, <laughs> like you did not want the avatar. And now you're like, what are we gonna do without the avatar? Around, like, oh my gosh!
0: He just wants to at least like, pull back out a quote, like, "Excuse me, sir, uh, we have you down on record as saying a few months ago here that."
1: Uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, but at least it plants in the idea in the head of like. Yeah, the world is in, in Pearl. Like the Earth Kingdom's in shambles. Um, like there's still Red Lotus members out there, so it gives Tenzin the idea to <coughs> to uh, kind of repurpose the Air Nomads, and he goes in into he crime fighters. Yeah, <laughs> they describe them as Jedi. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, and so he has a good speech. is like today we're going to welcome a new master, um, into the airbending, into the air nomads, but there, if, but first you know, there would be no air new air nation without Korra. And I just love that <clears throat> that Korra is getting recognized. And I think I just I think I just might like hate all the Korra the, all the hate that Korra gets. I'm just like there are characters within the show that are telling you the things like she not only has she done these things, there are characters in the show telling her in the audience that look what Cora has done and she still that Sabres. You know? Um and then yeah, he goes on to say, like thanks to you know, thanks to Cora, like you know, the air nation that can survive, like we will follow in your steps and and do what you know, what our original purpose was to be nomadic, to travel over the world. Um, to help out people of all nations. Like, that is what the Avatar does. The Avatar helps out. It doesn't matter what nation you're on. The Avatar is the Avatar of all nations. And uh, and Air Nomads kind of lost that thought of being nomadic. Like They started holding themselves up in the temples and stuff. Um, so it's really cool to see that he was inspired by Korra um, for them to do this.
0: Essentially, for a nation to... Has sort of changed. Uh, it's hard to put it in perspective because the way I think of air, like air nomads and the air nation, is different than like a country. Yeah. But uh, like a sort of redirecting such a massive school of thought uh, on the
1: inspiration of one person is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so then he says, "You know, he then welcomes, he then un." And uh on Hood's genora. And she's bold, and she has tattoos, and like and then the music kicks in, the air nomads, the airbenders, then like blow some steamy all around the room, the wind chimes are going, the music is kicking in. It is such a huge, like triumphant moment. It is, ah, it's just so good to see. And then and Jinora hugs her dad like it's, it's really cool to see her being a master that like that previous conversation we had in the original Airbenders episode which I did not love the episode but this came back I mean they could still rework that to be better um, but that little small little tidbit now come back full circle to this moment
0: it uh, it's not that that episode you know not our favorite <laughs> but not without yeah. some redeeming qualities um, yeah but it is nice that it, it's like a little spark of hope for it. Like, oh, there is some deeper purpose, some some light foreshadowing in there.
1: <clears throat> yep. It's um, so, And then... <coughs> Sorry.
0: Oh, no, we haven't had a coughing fit in a while. I think we're overdue. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm old and tired. Let's put it that way. I just
1: looked up at the clock and I was like, what
0: time is this? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, the thing is, so the thing is We didn't go off on too many tangents on this. episode. No, I don't well, think. but that's we uh, we
0: did it on purpose, right? These both of this episode and the last episode. There's, there's no need yeah. to
1: change. There's plenty to talk about. Uh, and then, you have know, such a happy, joyous moment. And the camera zooms in on Cora. She's looking up, and she has the saddest face and one tear drop. And it's such a this this moment. This moment is full of so many different emotions for me. Like you're you're so happy and excited for Janora, Like, you get some... Uh, you start reminiscing about Aang because Janora looks like a spitting image of Aang with a the, with the bold Airbindia tattoo. But then you, like, feel so sorry for Korra. Like, and you're, you're wondering, like, why is she crying exactly? Like, is she crying because she feels like she's let everybody down? Or is she crying because she feels like she will never be able to be the Avatar? Like, these people... Have the air nomads have to change out what they're doing because Korra can't do it. Like she does, she she's there's so much uncertainty about her future.
0: This is like probably too dark, and I don't know if I care to get into it too far. But like, like do you want to bring it up? I don't know. It's worth talking about at least. But like, think about if if you she's taking her duty series as the avatar. Like, is there a part of her that says like, if I kill myself, at least I get a new avatar. When that person, when that <laughs> or whatever, like. I'm not suggesting that I think she had suicidal thoughts, but like that feeling of worthless. Like right now in this current state, I'm way more hindrance than good. Like I'm preventing the world from having even the next good avatar. Uh and you know, obviously. Wait, a lot on. of
1: people a lot of people have had have fan theories have said that. Uh I don't think that's the case and I don't think Brian and Mike will ever
0: No, I don't think they would take it that to, far. Uh, yeah. But,
1: yeah, I don't think they would ever I wouldn't say they'll would be glorifying suicide, but ever I mean no. Well and even then uh, it wouldn't be
0: at all, but just yeah. the idea. It's hard, what, it's hard to say what it, it's but... hard to say uh But just wrestling that those feelings that yeah. you are you're literally like you're coming between you'll be and being in a better you, place. I think, and... you, I, think,
1: I think her having the thoughts of I'll be more useful if I died would be not a suit now that man, that's a very suicidal It is but, there's
0: there's not a good um, <laughs> way to wrap it up.
1: But like if she wasn't I think you could be non suicidal and still have this random thought of it would I would be more useful to people if I died and then I reincarnated. Like a lot of people think like I've seen a lot of people um theorize that core at the end of book one when she goes to the end of that cliff is 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 a contemplating Chavanov glyph. And I'm and I'm like, that's way too dark. Yeah, like,
0: yeah it is Mike and totally Bryant totally whenever dark contemplate all yeah. all that, all that we want don't no, but uh um, <coughs> no Shoot, dang it, didn't me sorry trying to translate <laughs> the the weight of what that feels like i guess I no i I think, and I think that's I think with.
1: that's I think that's valid to say that she would never uh consider suicide but the right like i i could have like it sounds ridiculous but listen i could have thoughts of of I have a around thought like, oh, what would it be like if I cheated on my wife? Mm-hmm. I would never do that. I would never consider or contemplate it's, doing it's that. It's different, than but like it's a, a random
0: ideation. Like when I talk about su- suicidal ideation or whatever, they're not talking about the thing that you just referenced, right? They're talking about like like less hypothesis and more uh, possible actualization in between there. Yeah. Um,
1: but uh, I I, I see her go to that thought process of just like. I'm just so useless. Like, well, like, well, what, what else is there? Like that. Like, I am no use to anybody anymore. Um, but uh, yeah. and ends on a very sober note. Like, I remember when I first. Never mind. I'll get to that with my scores.
0: Fair enough. You. Uh, I mean, if you're ready,
1: let's. <clears throat> oh dang! I'm sorry, guys. Sorry. We, we've you been talking, yeah. It.
0: We've been talking a while, uh, so I'm sure whatever cough was already in there is just being aggravated more at this point. Uh, but no, we've been talking <laughs> for a while also. So let's let's do some scores. Let's let's wrap
1: it. All right, scores. So IO Visual a ten. Uh, one thing I want to say real quick is that dang it, I forgot his name. He plays, um, I mean, the person who voices Ton Rock, uh He he plays Raiden in the original Mortal Kombat movie. Oh no, kidding. Well, I can't think it. The one either. that
0: people say is good, but it's really not good.
1: Yeah. Uh, he does a, such a great job when he's holding Cora and he's like, Cora, sweetie, it's me. Like, wake up. Like, he does a, such a good job of reaching into that, like putting a lump in his throat voice type acting. Because he's he's so saddened by his daughter. Um, so great voice acting there. The music, Jeremy Zuckerman. This might be one of my favorite uh, compositions that he's done, and uh, musical scores. I think this and there's a, a thing in the beach. that I think he's done so well, uh, man. He's, like specifically when, when, uh, when the airbenders catch. Is uh, here? But more specifically in the in the master ceremony. Ah, just done so well. Um, and, of course, the visuals. Like, I went I, before before about that shot. It, it's a remarkable shot. I don't know. Like, this is, just, this is amazing animation that you... I, I, I do not think there's ever been an American animated show that has the same type of animation. Well, maybe if you count recently, I think, with stuff like... Um, um, Castlevania, if you don't include that as an anime, although I feel like Netflix likes to promote it as an anime, But I don't, I don't know if it's an anime. I'm, I'm, uh,
0: I'm not familiar with it, but I am at least comfortable saying, it, like, absolutely in its time, nothing, nothing. Castlevania, you can watch Castlevania? Oh, Castlevania. I, oh, what I thought you said, or my brain's not working. No. Um, okay, I get where you're coming from. You know what? I, Netflix does put it with the anime, doesn't it? <laughs> When they like to
1: tout it. I the, think they like to tout it as anime, even though I don't know if you, if I would consider it.
0: I don't know that anime. I would, or even if I would. Like, I don't know technically what <clears> kind of <throat> definitions you'd want to get into, but just to like remind yeah. people, I don't know if that series is quite as popular in Japan as a video game series as is people realize or might be led to believe. But uh, oh, anyway, okay. as like an actual video game series. But anyway, different, yeah. like, different topic, different day. <laughs> I don't know what all I thought right, story. you said the first time. I was like, that didn't sound familiar <laughs> to me at all.
1: Story, a 10. Chorus sacrifice. I, uh, like, so good. So uh, I don't even know how to phrase and talk about it. But uh, this, this episode, I feel like it, it oh, shook me. Redefined Chorus avatar status um this is, this is such a great finale so 10 on the story uh memorable absolutely a 10 it's weird this is like one of those like you ever watch a show you're like oh i remember it i remember exactly what i was doing when i watched this moment like i remember exactly where i was at watching this episode i was on my recliner my daughter was probably only two at the time i was watching on my phone <laughs> because this was when nickelodeon just took it all off of Nickelodeon site, and I didn't have a tablet and I had no Roku. And uh I probably could have watched it on a computer downstairs, but I was probably I was watching my daughter. And so I was watching it on my phone, on the recliner. And I remember sitting on the recliner just crying. <laughs> watching this and watching it on my phone thinking like this is like I've I've just never sat and watched something on my phone and cried from watching it um i think
0: having it on your phone kind of increases what makes that (laughs) feel weird or strange yeah
1: oh it does yeah (laughs) i remember my my wife was like in the room and me not wanting to be like for her to see me crying i was like oh crap what is oh man (laughs) and so i mean i honestly this is i think i i I probably can more consistently—I probably more consistently cry at this moment than I do any other moment in the Avatar universe. Um, at the end there, even more so. I think the the Iro Zuko reunion is more heartfelt and more emotional. Maybe it's not more emotional. I don't know. But for some reason, this moment triggers more things out of me, crying-wise. In that moment, they're both very cry-worthy moments that I, I tend to anytime I watch either one of those two. I think it's because the last you know five minutes of this it keeps compounding on each other because you have uh, you have Cora talking with us As- with the Sami, and you get a sense of what's happened, and Cora's just down and then everyone's talking about how Cora, how she's changed, and then you get the highs of, of Jinora and that ceremony like there's just so much it's a, it's a very elongated moment that just kind of keeps compounding on you emotionally while the Ira Zuka reunion is like, it's kind of like a quick two minute, maybe not even that type, of, type of deal. It's much
0: more like contained moment or, yes, or yeah.
1: mm, well,
0: no, I'll just stick with contained. I think that's a nice word to describe.
1: Yeah. So 10, 10 on that. Bunch of 10s.
0: Bunch of 10s. Uh, good at math, bad at math. That leads us to a 10. Great. Chris, I got news for you. Uh, audiovisual ten, and you know, I gotta be honest, a different, different kind of kind of ten for me. But uh, what it amounts to is that it delivers exactly what I want to see in a finale in terms of aesthetic and tone and music and everything it does. It is a, it's exactly what I want out of a finale. Um, Story wise, I'd say the same thing. It's maybe not the how do I say this. It's not the ending that I want because I'm a happy ending person, uh, but that does not mean that it is, uh, in fact, it ha- absolutely does not mean, because my taste is horrible, that it's not just a really well-tied-together thing that while it is not a happy ending, it it takes and sort of uses everything that the that the season before it, that the 12 preceding episodes gave it to work with, uh, and yeah. even the 26 or however many episodes before that, uh, to work with, and it puts them all really good to use and uh, to really good use. And I think you already kind of said, like an emotional roller coaster. Um, I don't know, it, it uses everything at its disposal, and it's fantastic. And so, likewise, memorable, same thing, tin in that it's I, I, again, I, I come from a place of wanting to, I'm a happy ending person, I like tying up loose knots uh, and then kind of letting things go or whatever. And this definitely isn't that. Uh, but that being said, is it it sticks top of mind up there with any finale of any other Avatar verse finale uh, in top of mind and what it delivers and how it sticks with me? Um, Chris, I don't I I remember where I was not in the same way that you do though. I just know that I watched all of season three and all of season four at my kitchen table in Topeka uh, because that's where <laughs> I got I just got pretty good yeah. service out there and we played lots of no, Yu-Gi-Oh! I, out I, there. Did
1: I, did I get No, I gave you the
0: DVDs. Um, let me think. For Korra, for Cora, we were watching them online for season 4 for sure. I was watching them online as they were released. Really? Okay. Uh, season 3 could have been Blu-rays. Could have been Blu-rays on season 3. Definitely season 4 online. Uh, but mostly I just was like watching it on my laptop at the kitchen table. So I do, but not with the same impact as you. Uh, but overall, there's just there's not a lot of TV shows, if you know me and my memory for these things, uh, where any kind of one moment or episode sticks out in the same way that that something like this does. So naturally, that weighs out as a ten. But Chris, I am going to go with the caveat. I'm going to throw a caveat here: is that uh, this episode's ten for me. This is a different tin than the previous episode. Is a different tin than Into the Void. And I think all I'm really trying to say is that Into the Void is a much more Sean episode and I think I like it better.
1: So it's it's, it's
0: both 10s. but I think I like Into the Void as a better better tin.
1: I I'm, I'm the opposite. And <laughs> even though we both had 10.
0: it it but it's suits like it uh, us. each um, of what were these episodes and these responses like aren't surprising to me <clears> right, <throat> given the episode and the person vouching for them <laughs> right like this one is a much more crisp episode it has much more big picture uh large narrative storytelling feel to it, so it you know it tracks with previous decisions and tastes, but even as I was watching like as I was putting together the PowerPoint and watching these last night I was like. I'm gonna give these both a ten, but one of you know, one of the tens is more. Um, but overall, and I'm glad they're not tied together into a t- like into a to be continued kind of thing. They definitely both just need their own. Oh, what's up? It's time to watch.
1: No, I always love it when it does that. It's
0: because it's such they, a great image. It is. It's a really good. Though. Um, they but they're both excellent. Just kind of masterworks of of animation um as as a storytelling media. <clears throat> and I love it. I think I do like the previous one more. When we get to the rankings I'll have to just have a, you know, kind of a nominal tiebreaker, as will you, but it's <laughs> a tremendous ending to a tremendous season.
1: Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Like this is uh this this the season took these two episodes, this one episode, whatever these two episodes took Legend of Korra like way up a notch, I think for me in terms of my overall perception of the series.
0: It definitely has a, a kind of an Epic feel after these two episodes. Yeah. Um, an Epic as in the larger scoring score, a uh, story, not, not like just a loosely used terminology. Uh, or, what am I trying to say? Not EPIC, but the other one. Well, is it still EPIC when it's like a, describing a narrative or like a type of a story, an epic? Is that still uh, EPIC? I don't, know. I don't know either. Well, you all know what I mean. It's an epic. But, um, hey, Chris, uh, I know we've, we've been talking for ages, and I don't know about you, but uh, I, am, I am absolutely dying. But we got to at least have a this moment for final thoughts if you have any to offer. Uh,
1: final thoughts, like I said, this. Uh, it, it... Changed my perception of the whole entire series, Changed my perception of Cora, the character. It took her in a direction. This episode, I think, played with my expectations. Um, Also, one thing I want to note that Mike and Brian often talk about in in the commentaries, I think it's like things, there are stakes, and there are, um, with those stakes, there are uh, consequences to your actions or your inactions like Cora has to deal with being injured like not only she has to deal with it physically but she absolutely does like she is in a wheelchair but she has to deal with it emotionally and, and they are saying like they feel like all too often in superhero stories or in whatever like characters like something terrible happens to a character physically but for some reason it doesn't affect them emotionally and uh, and really, you, you rarely ever see them really affect them physically. Like they get hurt, but then like the net scene, they're, they're perfectly fine. Um, it feels uh, very low uh, stakes. more yeah, often like like I, I can bring up an example: um, War Machine and Captain America: Civil War, right? Like I forget what happened, but somebody pretty much paralyzes Don Shields' character. Net scene, he's like he has on these boots type of deals and he can pretty much walk again. <laughs> I like, "Oh, you're fine." Uh we were trying to make that heavy scene, but no, he's perfectly fine. Like here and in this core like I'm not fine, guys. <laughs> like I'm um, I'm dealing with it. I'm currently dealing with it. I don't know what to do. It has like, an
0: element of like permanence to it too, like to end the season on that note, it doesn't. I don't know, it doesn't yeah. just feel like at the beginning of the next season like, "Oh, she's going to be better." It could, like they translate it in such a way that you know it's like a long-term thing. Mm-hmm. which feels very rare in, in my admittedly yeah. limited
1: experience. Yeah, But great, 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 great,
0: great episode. No better word. Great ending to a great season. Chris, I'm really tired. I'm going to go to bed. Me too. We thank all of you for watching. We hope you enjoyed this. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving or happy, you know, whatever, regular week. If you don't want to celebrate Thanksgiving, just, you know, eat some Eat a little extra food for no other reason than because you can. My name is Sean Chaley. That's my friend Chris Ford, aka The Objective Geek. We'll put lots of contact stuff down in the description and we will see you next time. Have a great day.
1: Glass on the couch for this. <laughs>